Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You guys, Naz's lashes are so long. So she, if you guys remember, I don't know if we ever talked about it. She was addicted to lash extensions for like three years. Like I could not, that was my look. I know, but before you were addicted, I was addicted. Of course, Mm -hmm. everybody saw it on on the Bachelor shows. Yeah. And then I eventually was like, Yeah, you were Lashley. Yeah, it was Lashley. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my lashes did look ridiculous on Crystal's this season. I forget that you were literally known for eyelashes. Like, that was your brand. I know, I that's know, but wild. that's because they were so wild. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They were ridiculous. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they, I totally adjusted throughout Paradise and stuff, but I was so into them for, like, three years, but there was, like, the time commitment sitting there with my eyelashes closed, my eyelashes closed, my <laughs> yeah. lids closed, yeah. the, but mostly the money. Like, it was... So what was it? It was like $150 every three weeks. Mine was That's, like 300 yeah, every were, every well, month and a half. Yeah, you so went the same, further. Kind of. yeah. yeah. So I was just like, okay, I have to... W- this is actually when I stopped. It was after Paradise 3. And I didn't have... Um, they were all gone. Like the salt water and the heat and the sweat and all that just took them all off. So I came home and I was like, you know what? Let me try something else. Let's try Latisse. And m- as much as I had nothing for like three weeks, as soon as you get over that hurdle, they start growing like weeds mm-hmm. and you never need lash extensions ever again. Mm-hmm. And Naz recently did that. When did you cut off? Well, when, did, when, did you, when did you get clean? Well, what's the funny is I don't even think you know how influential you've been on my face. You're probably, you're probably <laughs> the, you're like the creator behind my face, technically. So well, I re- look better than ever right well, now. When you I look met, super pretty. When I met Ashley and Lauren on Paradise, I don't even think I had eyelash extensions. Mm-hmm. I think I remember no, asking no, no. you in Paradise on the beach, Ashley, should I get eyelash extensions? And then I remember getting Samantha. Yeah. What was Samantha's last name again? Stefan. Yeah, Samantha Stefan's eyelash person because oh, right. hers looks so natural. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to go to her she, lady. Hers looks so good. So you didn't want to so go to good. Ashley's lady. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Lauren, know where Ashley didn't live in that. Did Lauren, you live in that's when we were going to that place. I know. No, I just no, made a the first joke. season. Yeah, we went. To no, but you're pool. right. I didn't but want. Yeah, to you're like not my style. Yeah. Well, you. I wasn't going yeah. anywhere in LA really at that point. I'm no. like not consistently. I, don't I was think like you trying went anywhere a whole bunch in LA for lashes. Ever. But the place that did my lashes before going on Chris's season, which was when I looked absolutely freaking ridiculous in hindsight, was the Jersey place. Of course, it was the Jersey oh, place. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I thought they looked a bomb. You know what? Mine looked pretty good though. Mine looked pretty natural. Yours, yours for yours some did- reason were really long. 
Uh, Lauren, yours has always looked natural, even when you've gotten them recently. So anyways, <laughs> remember yeah. when dad was like, those look ridiculous. Yeah. Those look so ridiculous. And I was like, dad, that looks so good. I don't like, yeah. I'm going back so in my weird. photos looking at them now. It's so funny looking back at even my pictures. And then Ashley went natural. And then I started thinking about it. And then last year, I was just like, I want, I want to see. I think on Instagram, the natural look started getting Definitely. like started with. Definitely. I don't want to say it started with Kim, but you know, like everyone started wearing less makeup, mm-hmm. and so then I started to think like, oh, this like, this like no makeup in the sun, like natural lash look yeah. picture that everyone's taking. Like maybe that's maybe that's the trend I should be following. Yeah. So then I took them off, and I remember crying. Yeah, I mean, Ashley you had nothing. I had nothing. Like they were, you guys. It's weird, you guys, how it goes. You like, even if you have dark hair like Naz and I, for I some reason nothing. they're like blonde. They're like these little blonde. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what they're called. Peach they're like, fuzz. Like peach fuzz. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there was nothing on there, and I remember being upset because I remember continually asking. Whenever I go to get my eyelashes done, they were like, no, it actually makes your lashes yeah, so right. grow. Bullshit, bullshit. Because, you know, you're not like messing with it. And there was <laughs> nothing. So I got Latisse and end of story. Like, I love my real lashes now. Yeah. But then as you know, and as you guys know, listening, I burned my eyelashes off a couple months well, ago. They're on that healed date. now. They're pretty much healed. So I'm just wearing like one individual in this one spot oh, where no, I like good. really burned it. They look so good. Thanks. I haven't used my Latisse in like six months. So now you're encouraging me to get back It really on it. works, but it's annoying is once you stop using it when you stop your eyebrows fall out like mine right now they're all gone you you guys can never complain about eyebrows because you guys are the queen of eyebrows but they're literally literally so much lighter they're lighter and they're gone because i stopped using it for a month look at them yeah lauren's eyebrows do get so dark and bushy when she uses latisse but like right now they still look great yeah they still look great lauren Lauren, you're so stunning. I just want to punch you in the face. Oh, but PSA for all you guys out there trying trying to get on the Latisse bandwagon. I know it sounds really expensive to like, it's like $200 for that bottle. That bottle Mm. lasts you six months. So do the math. And also a sponsor of ours. Rory. Rory, R-O-R-Y, you can actually get Latisse off Rory because you need a prescription to get it. But I think that's like an easy way tip for anyone wanting to grow hair on their face. um, I'm getting my eyelashes permed and tinted on Sunday. Okay. This is a good way of going. I wanted to ask you guys this question because I was thinking of doing that because my eyelashes are so straight that it's kind of, they're so, so straight that I have to like constantly like curl and use mascara. Yeah. So, but I'm scared to get a perm with these long lashes because I'm scared that I'm really not going to like it and it's just going to look like I'm like a deer in headlights. No, but the thing is it creates more of a doll look than it creates like the sexy cat eye look. So I... so I like more of a sexy cat. Like I like it going out at the ends. So mm. I'd rather just put like a little uh, glue on at the ends yeah. and just curl my lashes. Like what the heck? Curling yeah. your lashes takes legitimately my, ten but when seconds. I, I was just going to say it lasts for like a fucking hour. But Lauren, I was just going to say perming them lasts like what? Two to three weeks? Another no, hamster they, wheel of money that you have to constantly <laughs> keep up with. They say it's six weeks. I don't think no. it's six weeks. My, my complaint about lash curling perming whatever is that like sometimes some will straighten and some will curl so you have like they're all like a little wonky for a while well my complaint is that let's say they all curl right away mm-hmm. i've seen people that get it once you get to like third fourth that's week what I'm talking about. oh yeah some that's, of them are some straight are some cur- are curly yes, yes, and you look like week. you slept you on like, your face all exactly. night exactly yeah like, no. so, uh, well, yeah the in between is too know. awkward for me what lauren i'll report back to see if it's a good thing because i okay, also like the great. cat eye yeah. guys i'm a little emotional today 
why because you saw me for the because, first time so i'm <laughs> sitting next to ashley physically and i haven't done that in so long legit two months two months and i just feel that like so i really feel like you and jared just aren't gonna live here anymore and i just want you to just tell me and like rip the band-aid off oh god oh, oh well that's weird because you we- keep posting houses on instagram so just tell it tell all are tell having, me tell just break it right are now are we having that moment right now why yeah, do you think that because i know you're leaving and you're just not telling me well we thought we had to tell you today we were gonna tell wait, you today are you officially wait, doing really? it here cry. on air don't cry I'm don't cry. cry no nez please don't cry i'm crying no listen she's not crying Thank no God. it's fine i am crying well look. we don't look listen look i'm crying <laughs> i really am stop okay look oh, i already lost lauren i know but you also lost like your other friends too that makes it's it fine. so I much it's better like, it's, like what'd you say Lauren? ashley goes you also lost your other friends i so. know that's what makes me feel guilty about even saying anything oh that's God, what makes I'm me crying. feel guilty no listen i always knew this day was gonna come i know the evolution of life like i've had my best best that's friend what caitlin I mean. that's move. what i mean i've been through caitlin. this already and i know it was like coming but it doesn't it doesn't make it any less sad because it really is like the end of an era i know it is very very sad <laughs> i'm sorry now okay. wait so when are you leaving no, is this your last time well, no this is well okay so this is our plan um we haven't like really set a date on moving out of here but we just feel like we've been spending too much on rent when like we could just not literally vagabond well i've literally told you guys <laughs> this and you guys were like no, no we're always I'm, gonna keep it and i've literally told you what is the point of you even having the no, apartment here that's, that's, that's why i'm angry no but what's why i want you to what i want you to know is that this decision mm-hmm. was literally made like maybe two weeks ago and like nothing is finalized that's why we. i didn't even know this was happening you. wait yes you you had to. Yes, I didn't knew. know you guys were moving this trip or, or getting your shit together or anything. Well, when we had to fly back for that commercial, we were like, um, all right, well, what's the point of going back and then coming back just to move out of this place? Right. Jared, we're telling Naz that we're leaving. I've already cried. She asked. She asked on our mic. Because <laughs> I knew it. I, I'm, so, I'm like psychic. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. So... We're definitely probably going to be on the East Coast for most of 2021 because LA is just not reopened. But our plan is once 2022 comes and hopefully we're back to some sense of normalcy by then, who the hell knows with this new variant strain. But, you know, if we have to be out here, then we're going to get like, you know, a one bedroom studio somewhere in Studio City for obviously half the price of what we're paying now. Right, right. And then, you know, if we have to be over here for four or five months out of the year, then we got to do it. Yeah. Well, that's what I I was going to say was like the caveat was that like, it doesn't mean that we're never going to have a place over here again. We are. It isn't goodbye. It is, but it is the end. It isn't goodbye. But it is the end of an era. No, Naz, we're going to be back so much. It's it's not that I'm not going to see you guys anymore. It's just like. It's just that's I, it. I understand. I it's know like, it's like it's I'm big... married and moving to the <laughs> suburbs. That's no, right. I think it's. I honestly think it's great. Like I don't think it makes sense for you guys at this apartment. I've been telling you that. I take, <laughs> it just makes me sad when like things end. I know. Oh, me I totally too. Agree. You know. I, know. I felt the same. It's way like going to be different from. <laughs> It does feel a little similar. You know, someone came to Heartbroken because Tom I saw left. that. I thought that was like, I was like, wow, she's she, she's not me. anonymous because she let you post that. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. She came to Heartbroken Anonymous literally for that reason. Yeah, I mean, people, I totally get it. People grieve 20 years Brady. of your life. Yeah, no, it's a lot. 
so now that I've gotten a good cry out, <laughs> I'm looking for someone to talk to with this new loss that I will experience oh with Ashley God, yes. and Jared leaving me abandoned. No, I'm just kidding. Going on to live a fulfilling life. But you know what? Sometimes when your friends leave a city and when you go through a big life change like that, you need someone to talk to. And what's awesome is that BetterHelp is this community online that sets you up with awesome therapists and counselors all over the world. It's real therapy and you can see them for anything you're experiencing, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, whatever it is. And whatever you share is confidential. But the reason why all of us on the I Don't Get It podcast love it so much is because it's convenient, professional, and affordable. Yeah. And you guys can check out the testimonials that are posted on their site daily. Just know it's not a crisis line, um, but that recently so many people have been reaching out to better help for help that they've been recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's that popular right now. So we want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash get it. So join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health at betterhelp. That is betterhelp.com slash get it. Anyways, well, but Naz, no, that's really sad. So we're like planning on. Just but like, I'm really happy for you. But like, why? <laughs> because <laughs> it's that's like very, that's what sets Naz apart from like any other person that I've ever known. Is that like she literally is truly happy for people when they like graduate to different like uh, levels well, of life. Well, because that is the progression of life. It's I know, like but I that don't want is what like a good friend is and a good person is. Well, I would want someone to be happy for me, right? Well, yeah, like, it's, it's all true. good stuff. It means you're gonna have like a family soon. It's like it's like all fine. We're always gonna be best friends i think it just makes me sad we're not gonna like hang out here anymore i know that's very sad and you're not gonna be like as 10 minutes away you know i know i feel like at least we've had like i needed to get that (laughs) i know but at least we've had the year to like kind of gradually yeah you know Um, i know but it's so it's like my last day of my period (laughs) we're not synced up anymore i know Huh. I know. I it's a it's amazing actually because I've been taking vitamins. You know how we both got off birth control. I've been taking so many vitamins, <laughs> and <laughs> I I have lengthened the time between when I get my periods now. So instead of twenty eight days, I get them like every thirty one. Interesting. Yeah, so I awesome. am twenty seven days, but I just figured this out, oh, wow. which I think is going to affect the baby freaking making. Why? Because I like literally affirmed that I have like twenty seven days this month. So that means like we're like a day behind. We've like always been like a day behind. Oh, for ovulating? Yeah. Is it true that like, Lauren, is this true that it's just like you literally can just get pregnant on that one day? Pretty much. You have like 24 hours, but that's- When is that day? Tell everyone who's having unprotected (laughs) sex and is on birth control. No, Lauren, this is what's so stressful about it is that like- But but semen lives 48 hours. Yes. It lives for a a good couple of days in you, but it's like a little bit less- um, it's a little bit less likely to get pregnant from the sperm that has been in you for a couple of days, but it can happen. It can so happen. that's why what I've also been fucking up on, and I'm very Wait, frustrated. Can you tell me myself. the day of ovulation though first? The day of ovulation is that is it a week after your period? Before when is there, it? I no, think it, it varies from cycle. person this to person. This is why it. This is why when people say the twenty-eight day cycle, like yeah. you are doing yourself a disservice because oh. everybody's different, and like a lot of people don't have an actual twenty-eight day cycle. I've realized over yeah. tracking. Mine's different now. Yeah. Mine's 27 days. So that means that like it's usually 
you count from the first day of your period, and then if you count 10 days, that's when you start getting fertile. So that's like high fertility. 10 days from the first day you start bleeding. 10 days forward. 10 days forward. And then when you, and this is where I've been messing up, it's for me, it would be day 13 would be from, my, from when you start peak. bleeding might would be my would be my How ovulation you that instead out? of day 14 so i was doing an exact two weeks right uh-huh but I two weeks is like 10 days like, you said 10 days no no no. that's when you start getting high fertility but when is that but ovulation yeah is, when is that would, one ovulation in the day? 28 day cycle would be exactly two weeks from your period Two weeks from when you get it. Yeah. In a 28-day cycle. Yeah. So what about me in like a 31-day cycle? That's why you need to track and you would need to do like, um, so this is how I've been doing it. I've been using natural cycles, which we did a little bit of an episode on, I think back in September. Right. Where you take your temperature, you take your temperature, take your temperature every morning when you wake up and Mm -hmm. then you, you will see, it's very cool when you've ovulated based on a, a temperature increase Whoa. and like it's actually crazy because you'll go like you see like you're a whole degree hotter in the morning than Whoa. you would and that symbolizes like that you have just ovulated oh is that why the band you have just that? ovulated or you're ovulating no that you've just ovulated well that's so not very when, helpful i know so <laughs> the, the problem is no i get it exactly this Bro, is why it's all very confusing everyone out there doing the pull and pray Y'all got to be careful out there. <laughs> this shit's scary. <laughs> so then when you see that, that's confirmation that you are ovulated. So if you track it over a few months, okay. then you'll be able to see the difference and track the pattern. If I've been reading this. Um, it's called Taking Charge of Your Fertility. And they don't love the way that like you shouldn't use history as a determinant of your future. Yeah, I like um, that. I like so, that. I yeah. That's good advice. So they say that like, you know, that's not exactly foolproof to look at the past as the present. You have to do like the tests and what you actually have to look out for. And this is the number one thing that the the book teaches you. Sorry, rambling, rambling, rambling. But that's <clears throat> that's why we have Ramble Podcast. Do you guys know what is the most like biological determinant of when you should know when you are ovulating like, the day that you need to get it on? What? Just guess. Just guess. Biological determinant. Your discharge. Yes. Oh. (laughs) So it's when you have the heaviest, most egg white looking discharge. What does that mean? If you just cracked an egg into a pan Mm -hmm. before it gets hot, it's like that kind of like color. And And what is that indicative of again? That is indicative of ovulation. So it's like don't have sex around that time if you're not trying. If you're not trying to be a mom. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's good for me to know. Yeah. Funny story. So my friend was using the Ava bracelet and she, she was the Ava bracelet, unless you set it to accordingly, I believe it, it automatically assumes that you have a 28 day cycle. Oh, that's terrible. That is bad. This is why I'm a a component, a proponent of natural cycles. One size does not fit all. Yes. I don't know if you guys have been following my uh, hair loss journey (laughs) on Instagram. I actually haven't talked about it that much. I made a mention or two, but ever since getting off the pill, um, my hair really started falling out. So I started taking Nutrafol and I've noticed within the past month or so, it's really, it has gotten better. It's slowed down. And I um, was talking to Tanner's sister about post birth control hair loss a couple days ago. And she said that she also 
started Nutrafol after she noticed that happening and it really helped her. And we are not alone. There are 30 million women impacted by weakened hair or thinning hair. And if you're among them, just know that you're not alone. There's a solution and you can just really trust Nutrafol to deliver the results that you're hoping for. Thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol, um, and they have so many reviews that rave about the supplement and how it has not only just transformed their hair, but restored their confidence too. Because like, honestly, when you're losing so much hair, you're, you're truly worried about like how wide your part's going to get and stuff. And if people are going to notice. Yeah. And I think the thing that sucks when it comes to hair insecurity is that we all know healthy hair growth takes a lot of time, which is like, come on. It's like, come on. Why does this take so long? So you can actually begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months, which is honestly so quick. So guys, if you want to grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show, cause you know, we'd love that. You can do so by going to Nutrafol.com and using our promo code GETIT and new customers will get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. Plus you get free shipping on every single order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code GETIT. Well, now that we've gotten through the revolutionary speak of... um, you up, uprooting my life Obovul- and but leaving wait, wait, wait. me should I describe and ovulating should I explain more is like what we're gonna do no this isn't a medical podcast not that about our life and how we're literally going to bounce it between my parents and my sister oh, yeah house. how you're gonna be a vagabond <laughs> yeah would love to know more about that yes <laughs> literally okay whenever so- I hear the word vagabond do you guys not think about Elton John, John. Oh, King? of course yeah. <laughs> you can't that's the only way I know the word vagabond I don't remember anything I don't have a memory like you I'm the opposite I remember nothing but I specifically remember being little and being like dad what's a vagabond <laughs> and the title <laughs> of this King podcast is vagabond vagabonds <laughs> the only way i know that word. kudos to elton for expanding my vocab at that age. kudos to elton for everything he's done seriously um okay so we lauren you look stunning look this is my short hair i think i like you with short I know. hair you're literally Haley i like you both Baldwin. ways i, I just know. don't know which way just cut it i wouldn't really have cool to like that <laughs> just take out the extensions oh yeah <laughs> That's hilarious. Is that really what you're... That's not that's really how, that's hair. Your, that's how long this your is my natural hair. hair is? No, that's... No. Guys, this is annoying for people I listening. They can't see you on. Okay, okay. So, listen. We were looking at houses because we're looking at starter houses. We're yes. like, oh, we'll buy a house that's like very much in our price range. Just like, you know, we're, it's not going to like freak us out. You know, we'll stay in it for a couple of years, have a first kid in it. Then like when we find land... That we want to build on, we'll build. And then Jared and I kept looking at these places and looking at these places, <clears throat> and nothing felt like I home. don't like anything that you've posted on your Instagram. <laughs> okay, good. I hate because all neither those did houses. We. Okay, I didn't so, want to say that. Though. No, we love that you said that. They're so, not cool, good. <laughs> they're not good houses. Thank you. Why do you say that? I want to know. I don't because they're so plain and cookie cutter and. I don't know. The light, the lighting isn't great and everything's so basic. Okay. So we, um, we were looking at these houses and then there was this lot. There was this plot of land that we found back in June that we were like back in June, we were Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're not going to be moving permanently to the East Coast for at least another two years. Like this is ridiculous. The, the owner, which is also the builder, he was going to make us build on the land immediately, mm-hmm. you know, within mm-hmm. three months. And we're like, we can't do this. Like also price range. We were just like, didn't feel right. secure and about where, it. Where is this lot? It's in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. Which is where which you guys want to be. Definitely yeah. know that that is the town that we want to be in. It, 
if we got a starter house, it wouldn't have to be there. But like, it has a nine out of ten school district. It's just like the place you'd want you, to be. You've told me this, yeah. yeah. And um, so, like, let me know if this is boring. It is no, boring. I'm not, I'm it's so, so boring. Lauren, you're annoying because you get you're gonna have her on your coast forever and ever and ever. Yeah, but didn't you watch her stories? Don't we already know all this? Not everyone does. And to be honest, you're gonna get mad at this. I don't watch like my best friend's stories. No, I, I'm I barely on Instagram anymore at all. And to be honest with everyone, if you have more than five slides, I'm skipping. Oh, really? Yeah. So you must skip mine all the time. Uh, yeah, because you have a million. Yeah, but I have a scientific formula. That's how I get the most engagement. No, I know. Yeah. I, good for you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'd rather call you and talk to you yeah. than like sit with 10 minutes of my time like no, it's reading fine, But you did look at the houses. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, the houses, everybody's fascinated by the houses. Like it's yeah. so funny how many people are into that. That's why I thought I would share and it was like so crazy. I've seen multiple posts on our Instagram, on our um, Facebook group about like when do you know when to buy the house like yeah. how do you know yeah. so every house we looked at we were like man we just we just keep going back to that lot we just keep feeling like we need that lot mm-hmm. and then we would drive by it after we looked at every house and it's already being built on so like that oh, lot no. was gone that particular lot was gone was it a good lot like on a corner yeah it was quiet. on a corner we, we loved Damn. it it was great um, but then driving through the neighborhood we we're just like oh it's just this neighborhood it's like not even that plot line. it's just this neighborhood feels like home that you guys want yeah yeah and then i texted the builder i was like is there any other plots of land mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. and he goes lot number two i'm talking to a couple about um but like you can take a look at it well we looked at it and i loved it even more than the first plot <sighs> that always happens oh i didn't but know then- that you found a lot that you like more <clears throat> new information no, it was in the same neighborhood. <laughs> Lauren's paying attention now. Oh, it was in the same neighborhood. It was the lot that we wanted to put the offer on. So that's what we were like looking at this and we we're just like, this is it. Like, th- you know, when you just th- get the feeling, you know it's it, a feeling. You, it feels like home right. and you're like willing to like do anything. Do anything. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'll pay beyond asking. Yeah. Right? You get that feeling where you're like, I hope I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, so then <clears throat> when we started doing things officially, he basically just told us like, he he's got to keep his word to the first couple and yeah he was like i really verbally promised them um i don't think he was expecting us to like really Mm. go in for it Mm. so um wait so then did you put in an offer we couldn't put it we didn't he would ethically just didn't want to do that if i not that you or me but if i when I have a lot of money one day, if I ever have the privilege and accessibility to build my own home, I think that is the coolest thing anyone can do. To like design and build your, you know what I mean? To be like, I want this wall here. Yeah. And I, this is how I see my living room. I think there's nothing cooler than to be able to like do kind yeah. of what Jaden Tanner did. Yeah. You know, like I think that's because you, you can, you, you can you, walk and ha- it's like getting you, a, you, a, a dress custom, you yeah. know, as opposed to buying one at the store. Yeah. It fits your every curve. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when you have a home that you can pass down forever that you build and you're constantly adding to, I just think that I love design and stuff I, like that. I, I think it's really you. cool. We, we went into all those houses and we're <clears> like, why would they do that? Like, why would they put that there? Exactly. Like, I'm like, what were they thinking doing right. that? And you're just like, oh, Okay. And when you can do, but then I reversely, you can find a home, like, you know, the exterior of a home you love and like knock walls Isn't down in that, the middle. Yeah. And, like really make it your own, customize it. And then it has middle. cool what? history and weird and vibes. Exactly. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Or has character because yeah. it's been I around for a while. Yeah. I appreciate character to a certain degree. You know, like I like yeah. a, a, like a newer in like 
I like newer things when it comes to home stuff, but like there's certain character that you that you do like mm. what i actually like older homes here's an i don't get it yeah. i can see you liking yeah older. oh my god we actually shouldn't naz literally move to great falls and live in ryan ningard's house because the 70s dream yes. oh. you could actually you there's could a conversation it pit nobody, wait, how conversation this house has been on the, <laughs> the market for like 10 years, like four no years. Wants it. <laughs> nobody wants it because it's so weird inside. wait you guys know my aesthetic is literally like mid-century it has green and orange shag carpet and it has a conversation Conversation oh pit. God, like, that's so sick. See, I would buy that if I. Do you think I could afford it? Because I would Airbnb it, and I would just make it like sick. And you could fill it with honestly. We sh- you should come check and it out. Should all three of us go in on it? Yeah. We could make we could actually. Killing. We could. You wanted to. That's what you should do for twenty twenty one. That you, would be my dream. You, you remember buy when I say to we'll that like, cabin? Ha- we'll like put. How about this? You buy. it. <laughs> Jared and I will put the money in to remodel it, oh, and then perfect. it'll be like this amazing. We could do an HGTV show on our Instagram. Naz, it's also cool. a horse farm, which is <gasps> kind of sick. Yeah, wait, <laughs> guys, and we could have we could have like one or two horses there that people yeah. could go. And yeah, wait, wait, that this- would be cool. Do you guys remember the cabin I stayed at when I was going through that breakup last yeah. year? Yeah. Like, it's just like it's basically just it's like called that. the Lone Pine Club. It's on Airbnb. It's a seventies architectural cabin and. Just the designs, like seventies, late, early eighties, yeah. And I just, it has become like I've modeled my apartment after it, yeah. And I just want to buy a place like Ryan Ningard's and like deck it out and like find really cool pieces. It's like my favorite thing I mean, to do now. You could do my a whole lot with this Instagram house. is just vintage furniture accounts. Yeah. And then just fill it and Airbnb it. That'd be so cool. And it's then sick. have it. And like then just make it like want. a Great Falls Park sort of like touristy house. Yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna go like, hiking or whatever. Right, and Instagrammable, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually like a pretty cool like spot to visit, I guess. Wait, is it, is it on Zillow? Do the address. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it for you. Find it. I want to look yeah. at it. I wonder what it's going for. I know. I wonder how much it's worth. You know that credit card, the one that you've been afraid to look at to see what the balance is <laughs> because you've been avoiding your debt? Well, it's time to confront it. Up- oh, I don't yes, want you to. I literally don't open that tab on my bank statement sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to know how much I owe. Really? Oh. <laughs> Oh my god i'm like very much the person that like knows everything that's going on with her finances but um if you are the kind of person who does avoid well upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off upstart is a fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online so whether you're paying off credit cards or consolidating high interest debt or funding personal expenses over half a million people have used upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment so if you are like trying to figure out how to pay off your student loans and you're having a hard time with it upstart is the place for you to go And the reason why it's been so life-changing for me is because I have multiple cards, so I have to track multiple balances and due dates and like just website logins. And honestly, it could just be so stressful. So the reason why I love Upstart is because it makes things really simple because you can just pay everything with one monthly payment in one place. And also they have a five-minute online rate check. So you can actually see your rate up front for loans if, if you do want to take out a loan from $1,000 to $50,000. So guys, find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash get it. That's upstart.com slash get it. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you guys. Remember that loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. But go to upstart.com slash 
Bush get it. Last thing I will say, I think Upstart is a just fantastic way if you want to take out a loan, especially if you're thinking of like starting a new business. I know a lot of people are really exploring like different interests and, and things that they have in this unpre- unprecedented time in the world. So if you're that girl that's making banana bread now and you want to launch your banana bread you're business. You're like, my banana bread is damn good. <laughs> More people need to have it. Yeah. Or olive cake or whatever the hell is trending out there. Guys, check out Upstart for real. We're obsessed. Um, well, here's an I don't get it. That Actually, a lot of you didn't agree with me on my Instagram poll. There was this house, which we didn't, we honestly like didn't really like on the inside. We, it was one of those just like, why would you do that there? Why would you? It just weird. Right. But on the outside, did you see this one? It was just bright blue. It was a new construction, bright blue. I don't think I saw this. Okay, one. I'm going to have to show you. Yeah. Why would you paint a house? Like, if, if it's not yours, like if you're building it yourself and your dream is to have a blue house, yeah. go for it and paint it blue. If you are a builder building a house Why for are you somebody to such sell- a niche color, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It's That's a man. A man's Does doing have it. Any insight as to why they would be <laughs> so dumb. Because um, Hunter, you know, knows these things. I don't know. I, we did not discuss the blue house. Wait, so Lauren, I want to know. Like, do you ever go to the homes with Hunter? If I was dating a real estate guy, I would always want to go to homes and have sex in the empty ones. <laughs> and just like, and fantasize about living there um, and then go back to my own house. I go to some of them, but you know, kind of like once you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all, I guess. Unless they're like really cool, new, modern ones. Oh, that's then, not that you know. bad, Ashley. Sorry to be an I think if you saw it in real life, you'd be like, what in the I world? I don't think... That looks pretty <laughs> normal to me. It actually yeah, nice. but like half the people, 50 or more percent would probably just change it to a different color. So why yeah. would you? Yeah. I love the porch. I'm very I into... I love porch. Porches are the greatest. I'm very into... Um, I'm going to fuck this up. Board and batten right now, I think it's called... Like those lines outside of a house, they're typically black. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I got to look it up. They're like houses that are on the cover of Dwell magazine. They're like very nature homes. It's like black and wood. And it has like pictured uh, like the exterior of a house, right? Like being flat. And then it has like those line ridges. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's called board and batten. Like no, the panels. Like, like panels. Panels. Okay. I'll have to Google You're show it me you. after this. Yeah, I love. That's what I want. But Lauren, wait, wait. Sorry, what were you saying about? Oh, she was saying she if said, I go and have sex all in you... all of the new houses. But you um, have? No. <laughs> wait, <laughs> have twice. You? Twice? Wait, really? <laughs> wait, tell us the story. <laughs> I'm kidding. Come on. He showed me two houses, and you know, obviously, he was like, "Hey, what about?" The-? And I'm like, "No, it's fucking weird." Also, okay. <laughs> there's cameras. There's like cameras Lauren. everywhere, basically. Yeah. What do you mean? That's so sexy. I feel like, mm, you know, mm. <laughs> it's like that episode of Sex in the City Which with one? Vince Vaughn. Oh my god! You remember they're looking god. at houses. Poor Vince. I miss him. I miss. I miss you, who he used to be. I mean, I can't believe what he's become. Where is the where? I haven't asked you guys this. You don't have to answer. But where is like the weirdest place you've mm. done done the thing? Any, I, any I, I think places? like everybody would know that I'm just not weird. Yeah. Lauren. Hunter's parents' office. <laughs> oh my <laughs> that's, God. That, whoa. Oh, well, that's, that's like a whole house. That's like a whole, they have a house office. Like it's like not in their house, but like, oh, it's, it's like a, a guest house. It's a guest sort of. it's like a house. Okay. I was picturing like the office you're in right now with like wood paneling and like George Michael careless whisper playing. Like, <laughs> <80s>. <laughs> like, 
you guys, like, I, I'm like, just I'm being sure in, there's like, weirder spots, but that's blazer. the first thing I think of. Okay, yeah, so here's okay, here's an I don't get it, but like I kind of wish I got it. Like I want, I, I want to get it. What? Um, like I want to play cheesy '80s songs, okay. and like, and like I want to play Bruno Mars's Versace on okay, the floor. You're but laugh I so would hard. also like die if like I pressed play. We would just start cracking up, and we would never, it would okay, never get done. You're gonna laugh so hard because I. I am dating someone right now, which I'll tell you guys a little bit about. Not, but anyways, did he put on Careless? No, so he has he has the sex playlist, and we were talking about like me adding to it, and so I'm like, obviously, we're still getting to know each other. I've seen this person like a month now, but um. So I sent Africa by Toto to see if he would say anything, and he didn't. And I'm like, this fucker's so oh my weird. God, it, started I actually want, it started playing. And then playing. I said, ah! no, no, no. We haven't, I haven't seen him since we've had this conversation. And then I sent him Careless Whisper by George Michael. So are you waiting to see if he puts it on when you see it I, next? I guess I'm going to wait and see. But how fucking funny. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, because that's what too. people genuinely used to fuck to. But did they? Or was it just in movies? I don't know. I feel like the 80s was such a weird time. I low-key wish I lived through that decade. They would put I don't it in like know. a, so a cassette weird. tape because they didn't have like a TV in every room. They didn't have an Alexa playing. They would put in like a cassette and be like, this yeah. is the song. <laughs> yeah. and, then it, and then it would just be quiet. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Okay, wait, but do you remember Lauren when Mora would like, we'd be sleeping over at Mora's and she'd bring a guy home or like, yeah, she'd bring a guy home or was the oh guy that she God, was seeing yeah. and she'd be play, she'd play her like banging soundtrack and it would be so loud and we just know what was happening on the other side of the paper thin wall wait what songs would you got i i want to know because i want to actually i literally want to versace on the floor floor but like but legit like it would have to be in like a ritzy suite Okay, because right? I put on like a lot of Frank Ocean. I'm like, oh, I get why R and B is like the go to. Yeah, but like, what other songs? W- like, Lauren, do you and Hunter have like a song that you? Guys I don't play? think Lauren does some Forensic Files, man. Yeah, definitely <laughs> the television. It's like, yeah, it's just TV for us. <laughs> See, I can't. I don't know if I have that brain, but like, if there's something interesting going on on the TV or someone's talking, my brain is switching between that combo and like the inner cord <laughs> i can't have that stuff on no i would feel I, way too early it'd be too, it'd be too <laughs> intimate ah, what's wrong what'd you say that? what did said, you what's say what's wrong with that what's wrong with that is that i've gotten in trouble at times or like they've like asked me or said things and i'm like wait sorry what i was watching or like you're just looking at the tv you're like ah, ah, yeah ah, i'm ah, like wait ah. this is a really good part <laughs> i um, will say i'm not gonna disclose too much because you guys know i'm trying to like you know, be a little more private about my dating life, especially like in the beginning. But I have recently met someone that I'm into that's into me. This has never happened to me before. Um, And the reason why I wanted to share, the only thing I wanted to share with you guys is that I am absolutely terrified. It is like, because you guys know I've never had this experience. Like I've never even really made it past like a third and fourth date. Aside from the one guy that broke my heart, which I saw for six months or the, you know, my first real heartbreak but that was so wishy-washy i never know Mm -hmm. if like i never knew if we were exclusive so this is like really terrifying for me and i was talking to um you know just been talking to people about it and it's like i'm scared it's gonna work out and i'm scared it's not gonna work out and like it's so equally terrifying options and one of them has to happen terrifying options and for someone you guys know like me and how long ago we started this podcast if you've been listening since the beginning it's like I'm so independent, you know, and I'm like, what, what part of me do I have? 
like I have all these fears, you know, I'm like, I'm like, what's my life going to be like if I let someone in it? Am I going to like, am I going to become more like them? Like, am I going to not see my friends as much anymore? Am I going to be as, as good in my job? Like it's, there's all these fears coming up. And I've, I did this 21 day manifestation, um, with this guy named Mike Dooley. He's amazing. He writes these emails called Notes from the Universe. Do you guys know what that is? Mm-mm. You can subscribe for free and every morning you get an email from the mm. universe. It's like a couple lines. Really inspirational. This guy's so cool. I'm obsessed with him. He's so nice. He was in The Secret. Anyways. Oh, cool. But he said this thing about fear that I just wanted to share with you guys and everyone listening because I thought it was like really interesting. And someone asked him like a Q&A about like fear. And he's like, whenever I'm scared, I've known and I have fear. Most of the time I'm in, in exactly the right place at the right time. Yeah, I would agree. And he's like, of course you're going to be scared. You have to go somewhere you've never been yeah. to be someone you've never been. Wow. So keep going. Keep going because... You're on the right track. Very like you have good. to do it. And I literally, you know, like it's so obvious, but I just needed to hear that in that moment. And I was like, wow, I'm so scared because I'm going somewhere I've never been. <laughs> yeah. I've never been this close to another person before or tr- or open myself up vulnerably mm-hmm. to another person before this long. And I have to do this, whether it works out or not, to be a girl that's been in a relationship before. I know. And it's terrifying. (laughs) It's so scary. Anyways, that's all I'm going to share. But no, that's all I got. Any questions, but I'm happy to hear that. Gracias. Yeah. Mm. I feel like a lot of us have been looking for ways to feel better that isn't necessarily, I don't know, post-mating a burger or pizza (laughs) and just like eating our emotions so if you too like me are looking for an alternative to just i don't know lift you up a little chill you out if you have anxiety pain it could be sleeplessness um there is this brand called feels it's this premium cbd that i am so obsessed with and it'll keep your head clear and help you feel your best um i understand that navigating the world of cbd can be complicated we even did a podcast on like what is cbd because I feel like it's a word and and, an acronym we hear so often in our generation and a lot of people don't get it. Um, But at Feels, they look to make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. So if you're new to CBD, they actually offer a free CBD hotline. Get that to help guide you through the discovery process. So you don't have to be embarrassed or even have to Google. You can literally call them and be like, "What is which CBD is right for me? Um, They have a hassle-free membership program. It's guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or you get your money back. Super simple. And what I love about it is that they ship it directly to my door in only a few days. And it's a new, natural, healthy, better way to feel better. Well, Naz, I think you really covered it. Um, We want you to enjoy feels the way that we have by becoming a member and getting 50% off your order. So to become a member, you got to go to feels.com. That is F-E-A-L-S.com slash get it. And you'll get 50% off your order with free shipping. That is F-E-A-L-S.com slash get it to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash get it. Um, The other thing I wanted to share is that you guys know how I moved in a new apartment. So I have a dishwasher now. (laughs) I thought you were going to talk about your neighbor. No, it's two. I've never had a dishwasher in my entire life. Growing up, my parents never even ran it. We had (gasps) it in the kitchen. Yeah, because you guys know my parents are so frugal. They'd be like... "Mm." And, you know, my mom, like, grew up in the countryside in Dominican Republic. She's like, we wash our dishes. We don't need to, like, Wait, run it. what in the world? My oh, parents... That's, that's infuriating. Never, you guys, now, my that's parents weird. never 
ran the dishwasher. <gasps> it, that uh, is the house I grew up honestly, in. Honestly, I've heard I've studies recently that it, running the dishwasher is the same amount of like energy and water. No, that's way less. It's yes, less. Less. To yeah, run the so dishwasher. They say that like if you're running the the just the sink for like two minutes, it's like over two way gallons more water. of water. That makes way more so waste. much sense. And they say that with like one wash, it's two gallons. I bet you my parents wanted to save on electric or whatever. I don't know. Something. That's their life. Yeah. I finally am in an apartment with a dishwasher. I'm running that shit every fucking yeah. night. It's like I have and a dirty spoon. Is, I it is probably how the the first person felt when they slept with air conditioning. It is that much of a life changer it in is your the life. Most life changer. So wow. you know that my in laws they don't have a dishwasher. Oh my and, god! Um, she I just can't. doesn't want it. She's just kind of like your mom. No, she just doesn't want it because they once got her one of those like top like those countertop dishwashers. Yeah, and she's like, no, bring it back. What? She didn't want. She refuses it. She thinks it's therapeutic for her to wash the dishes. Maybe that's what my mom like. Maybe. Maybe reminded her of her childhood or but something. But like, I hate like washing dishes. Is it's my worst. Is my is my least favorite chore. I have become such. I feel like I'm in Bridgerton, where I see my own plate that I ate off with a little thing on it, and I'm like, ew, I must not touch this plate. It's like it must be washed by the dishwasher. Yeah. It's like, like I have no. I'm not doing it properly. I know I'm. I'm there's gonna be germs on it, and there's gonna be viruses, and I gotta. You gotta put that in there so it's like well nancy if you want to if you don't want to use if you don't want a dishwasher i'm gonna leave my plate right here in the sink for you it's therapeutic right (laughs) (laughs) you enjoy it so much it is the most fucking life-changing thing in the entire world and it's so much more fun to have people over because you're not fucking washing a million different things oh yeah Oh, no, I, 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 I will. I, I'm like, I these also, dishes will sit in the sink until that load is done and put away so I can put this dish yes. into that. Dishwasher. I was also going to say it's also great because you don't have to stare at dishes in the sink anymore because you could just throw them in there. Yeah. You know, it's a so cupboard not. for your dishes. But question. It's a cupboard for your dirty so dishes. So I don't get people who have dishwashers that don't use it. I don't that's know. That's my, I think I don't that's get it today. a niche niche thing yeah uh but, but what i don't actually understand is how a dishwasher works so you close the thing <laughs> wait and then, <laughs> how the fuck does it work it's uh, so magical and then all, all you gotta sudden, do is like, go on tiktok and there's an inside video of what happens in the dishwasher and that's of where course. i learned the gallons and the, all everything about the dishwasher <laughs> oh, really? it's actually like, it's it's quite like cool they have this spinny thing and go swash 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 <laughs> and then steam to dry it's and disinfect Whoever invented it, wow. genius, don't know. Like, it seems like a very high-tech type of invention. And maybe, Lauren, is it like a car wash? Duh. It's like a car wash. Okay. This is what I don't understand is like, and I'm, you know, this. I'm new to this, so I'm experimenting, right? So I make bacon and like, you know how sometimes if you leave a pan with bacon grease on it, it dries up and gets all weird, mm-hmm. like yeah. the fat. And so I've literally been like, I don't even want to wash, rinse this before. And I'm like, let me see if it'll, if it'll get rid of it. Like I'm like experimenting and I took it out this morning. It does everything, and it right? And yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did it do that? Yeah. How the fuck? I just laid it down. Like how did it get in? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I know. It's so fantastic. Um, I want to, we're going to bring on my agent, Paul, to talk about his job in a little while and like his, I don't get it. So he's just going to like kind of come ramble with us. But before I do believe I had one more thing. I have one more thing that was going on in the Facebook group that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, This, what do you guys define as a single mom? Oh, like what is um, it when you think of a single mom? Like, what do you think your, the definition is? Someone who is just single with a child, or someone who has no support from the father? 
Whoa, that's such an interesting um, question. Because, because it could like, be both. But which one do you think of? I think it's the first one where you're single and you have a child, even if the father is like part of the kid's life and providing support. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, you're not, yeah, you're not. Mm, is it someone that's dating someone else? No, I guess it's someone that's not dating anyone. So you literally don't have another person to count on. But then what if you what if you have a nanny? You're still a single mom. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it has to do more with like the status of the father's involvement in the kid's yeah, life. I think you're up That's what right. people are debating. If people um, are doing like, yeah, I, is it someone who's there's there's no dad in the picture and you're single or No, absolutely no, not. There's no. definitely a dad in the picture, but you're not with them anymore. Yeah. Or you never were with yeah. them. Yeah. I think like yeah. there was the argument right? like, yeah. oh, I say I'm a single mom. And I am a single mom, but also I don't, but the dad takes her every weekend. So I still have the support. So I feel bad calling myself a single mom, even no, though. No, you're a single mom. No, you're still a single yeah. mom, I think. Okay. Okay. But like, he's a single I, dad too. Yeah. So like, it goes both ways. I was like, wow. But I that's think what it I think people ways, would, kind of. I think people would argue that is he a single dad? Like, yeah, he's a single dad too. Right. Because guys he, don't really say single dad as much. Because they, because I think the yeah, why is that? I think the is like it double standard. Yeah, like, I think it's a double standard. I think it, the it's being presumed that the dad is like has sole custody if, if he says he's a single. He calls dad. himself a single dad, but that's not true. But that's just we a double make, standard. Oh, we should just well, not use double it is a double standard. Whoa, yeah, so true. Yeah. So, but what is the double standard? Should the men be called single dads, even if they have support, or should those women not be called single moms anymore? Like that woman phrased yeah. and asked on Instagram. Um, that's a good question. I mean, Facebook. That would be wow. like co-parenting. Yeah, yeah, but single is the status of your relationship. relationship. Yeah, right. I would say so. That it's they also you're a be- single mother. You know, yeah. Yeah. they should both yeah. be called right. a single mom and a single dad, regardless of what the custody issue is. I mean, of course. If the custody is sole in one way or the other, then like say the mom has sole custody, then you wouldn't call him a single dad because he doesn't really see the kids. I'm realizing I don't, I don't really don't like any of this. I don't, I don't think we should name it. It it just goes back to like me being single my whole life and like how shitty it, you know what I mean? Like why there needs to be a new phrase. It sounds like there's a negative connotation. What does it matter? It's like when you meet people and they're like, what do you do? It's like, we're all humans. What does it matter what we do? Why are we our jobs? Why are we our relationship like status? Yeah. Yeah. Single mom, mom. the phrase is thrown around so much in so many different ways, but you never hear single dad. And you don't really hear co-parenting as much. And also, you're just like a human with a child. doesn't really yeah. matter your yeah. status. But anyway, what that was that really interesting. Nail, Lauren. Oh, my God. I'm going right after this. <laughs> Sorry. It it Lauren's middle finger. Lauren's one. middle finger. Yeah, middle no nail. I'm just going to talk with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I have to. Oh, my God. I have to recommend something for everyone to watch. Okay. You cannot Google it. You cannot look up the trailer. It is only an hour and a half. No. You must put your phone away. It's a movie? It is a movie on Hulu. It's only 90 minutes, and it's called Daniel Delgadio's In and of Itself. Just put type no in... No trailer? In, no trailer, why nothing. Why no trailer? Just, d- just listen to me, okay. and then you'll know but why. Is there a reason? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, for no reason, don't look it up. In and of itself. That's it. That's my recommendation of the week. And you will have a new sense of self and be astounded after seeing it. Okay. Um. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, I have one more I don't get it before we get Paul on, and then my other I don't get it is a perfect way to start with Paul. <laughs> but my, my I don't get it just for the three of us. Mm-hmm. You guys, quicksand. <laughs> you mean like the natural phenomenon? Yeah, but like remember how as a child... I think we quicksand? already talked about this. <laughs> no, we <laughs> did we not. Quick, yeah, quick chan. Quick chan. Quicksand was so prevalent in our lives as yeah, children. As Why? We thought we were going like, to encounter quicksand with every right turn we made. That's so that was true. like Why the ultimate way that, that we were going to like die. Like we were. That's how. Like one of those crazy fears you have as a kid. Like Lauren was going to be eaten by an alligator, and I was going to get like sucked down by quicksand. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was the Aladdin <laughs> thing. But, oh, maybe it was Aladdin. But like, I've never heard of anybody even experiencing witnessing quicksand but like it's something as a kid that you find absolutely terrifying i agree i also think sand sand's always been a part of my life because i grew up in florida yeah but sand was a part of a lot of kids lives remember the colorful sand Mm. yeah like what what happened to sand sand had a moment and now it's like not a thing now people hate sand i know those those sand necklaces sand necklaces oh Oh, yeah yeah, the sand (laughs) (laughs) quicksand sand necklaces the what is it called the time what are those things called sand boxes no the the, the, the time things what's it called the time thing that you flip over what is that called those were so cool as kids just like the 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 one minute timer with the sand sand timer no it's called something fuck (laughs) is it a pendulum (laughs) it's not a pendulum pendulum. what is this edgar Allan poe's poem (laughs) no it's what the fuck is that thing called? Oh my god! Oh okay, my god! Well, let me look it up. God, we're so dumb. Sand timer. Sand, sand timer. It's like ago. sand one minute timer. People have it on their desks. Are you used to back in like the nineties? It's an hourglass. An hourglass. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I'm I so actually wow, honestly would have wow, never wow. thought of it. I would, I would have, have never thought I don't think I would have either. When I think of hourglass, I think of the shape of a woman's body now. Oh, yeah. I didn't same. really realize it was based on oh my actual God. physical contractions. Oh Wow, that's hilarious. But um, you guys, if you've had an encounter with quicksand, uh, like let me <laughs> know in the Facebook. <laughs> These rambles are so fucking schizophrenic. <laughs> we start off crying with you moving. Yeah. <laughs> like quicksand. We just move from adult things like ovulation and, and like dishwashing. Dishwasher. Quicksand. 
Okay. Uh, let's get oh Paul God, on the I'm phone crying. and we'll talk about my next I don't get it. Have um, my agent and kind of like a Naz and, and Lauren's age, social media agent as well on the phone. His name is Paul DeSisto. He works for CEG Talent. He is a machine. Uh, He's the reason all the Bachelor people are millionaires. <laughs> um, <Yes>. he, <laughs> basically, right? <laughs> um, he talks about, he, talk, um, he is the reason that this podcast has ever happened actually yeah that's because so true. he set us up with wave network so thanks to paul we have four years of our life documented and uh <laughs> and you guys and it'll bite us in the ass so we're really big and famous one day and <laughs> <laughs> we'll get canceled of it. But i'm no, sure there's plenty of cancelable material in this podcast anyway but we wanted to have paul to come on and just like for you guys to get to know the man behind the gram and also um just because I know that he has some interesting stories to tell. So, Paul, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, guys. It's been a long time coming, and I can't thank you enough for inviting me. So, four years. I know. Coming. Yeah. I know. yeah. Finally. So, um, I want... Four years coming. Wow. Are you trying to be dirty right now? <laughs> yeah, Lauren, what was that? <laughs> what? You're like, four years coming. Yeah. You said That's it. what I mean. That's what I said it, like, in a sexual oh, way. Okay. So then I just reiterate that I said... That you're coming for four years. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Meow. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Paul, <laughs> 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 so, welcome to the I Don't okay. Get It podcast. <laughs> so, Paul, one of my I Don't Get It's on my list this week was the amount of stress, like the way that my blood pressure just skyrockets when I have the sound of my, my phone on and I'm getting text after text. Mm-hmm. Bling, 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 <clears throat> bling. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, nothing does it for me like that sound. And I feel like you get mm-hmm. I can't, I, a, a hundred more texts an hour than I do. How do you deal with it? And <laughs> so do you relate? Per- oh, yeah. I mean, right now I'm looking at my phone. I have um, 523 unread texts. That's disgusting. And that's probably within the last Do you need hours. to look at those? Like, or <clears throat> no. Do you open those? Um, I... I have a little process where at least every night I try to go through everything. There's a lot of group text chains. So like okay. one group text could have like 20 oh. or 30, mm. but you know, between emails and texts, it's something where it's, you know, we're a very high volume. Um, you know, there's a lot of transactions, a lot of things that are moving along little issues. Sometimes, you know, Ashley has a little bit of a meltdown and there might be like 30, 40, you know, texts, mm-hmm. Ash, you know, Jared might need something and, you know, X and Y. So yeah, I mean, it adds up pretty quickly, but um, yeah, it is very stressful, um, especially like, you know, Ashley might go to relate to this a little bit more, being married, finding that balance of being um, working and also having a normal, healthy life mm-hmm. and knowing when to put the phone away. That's what's super important here. But it is, um, it, it does get me, you know, a lot of anxiety sometimes when there's just so much going on, but what I've learned to, to cope with is finding a balance that mm. makes it doable. Yeah. How many people too. would you say <clears throat> um, are like your regular clients? Like to the extent that of like me and Jade sure. and Tanner and stuff like that. Like how many do you work with on like a weekly uh, basis? Totally. So just so you guys know, our company last year, we did about $100 million of transactions, social media deals. Um, and me personally, I'm only really close to about 10 to 15 people. Um, but, but our company in general does about four to 500 unique transactions a week. Mm. 
So as you can imagine, we probably work with four to 500 people, you, you know, unique people on a weekly basis. But me personally, I'm very close to about, let's say, 15 people. Hmm. What is it that you do to, for everyone yeah, listening? So like what, what is your daily? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Super yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what this is actually um, interesting. Um, basically, we are a celebrity talent agency. We specialize in endorsements, TV deals, podcasts, book deals, um, basically anything that has to do with money and earning money. Um, we're, an, we're a talent agency and our job is to make money for people that are on TV, influencers, you name it. And um, it's something where our company over the last four or five years has really um, scaled up. We were a business that did four to $5 million a year of transactions about five years ago. And then this whole influencer marketing you know, thing boomed and so did our company. So that is what I do in our company. We we um, make money for <laughs> celebrities and influencers. That's a great job. <laughs> so you find like and you, you make find money like for appropriate brand deals. Yeah, exactly. So that's primarily, I would say, about eighty to ninety percent of our business. We still do all the other annoying things, um, you know, like personal appearances. You know, book deals are always fun to talk about and have, but they're, you know, they're not the most lucrative things. Uh, Podcasts, you name it, TV negotiations. But I would say that the bulk of our business now are um, endorsement deals. I've, I've actually never shared this with you guys. I should be invoicing the both of you. No, I'm just kidding. But so many people will be like, no, I know you're good friends with Ashley. Can you send me Ashley's agent's contact? So like mm. a, at least once a week, I'm sending a friend or someone that works for a brand. Like, cause I get, I'm easier to access cause I'm a nobody, I guess. So I give them, <laughs> we your, can open our DMs. I give them your email all the time and some, so, exactly. I open my DMs. Something I've always wanted to ask you is because obviously, you know, the bachelor is a thing when it comes to like Instagram and like going on the mm-hmm. show is a thing. And that's like a very big part of your job. So now that we like know this and we sort of know the natural cycle of like, if someone makes it far, they get a lot of followers, they get a lot of brand deals, A plus B mm-hmm. equals C. Do you watch the new seasons and kind of scope out like in a way that a college football recruiter would go <laughs> to like a high school, you know, and like watch them just, you know, do you get what I'm trying to ask? Oh, totally. Do you scout Um, on television? To be honest with you, it's weird because the whole Bachelor thing, it found me. It's not like I went after this category or, um, and it's, it's something that, you know, our agency is always specialized in reality pop culture. So it's not just Bachelor. And again, like I mentioned, we work with four to 500 people on a weekly basis. So I work with celebrity wives. I work with, Mm. you know, a country star a country artist whose wife might have 2 million fans and followers like Brittany Aldean's. I, I worked very closely with her for years. She's Jason Aldean's wife. Um, so it's not just bachelor that we work with. We work with housewives. We work with random influencers, mommy bloggers, you name it. Um, but it found me, but to answer your question about the whole scouting thing, um, in the beginning, when I was, when we were kind of building our business and it just naturally flowed, it was important then, but now it's something where, you know, myself personally and just our company, we, we have like basically have the reputation, like all of our clients from the franchise or um, not just the franchise, but just in general, we have a lot of clients that earn seven figures a year. And that speaks a lot of volume and it's public knowledge. It's all over the internet. People talk about it, Reddit, you name it. So it's something where um, we kind of turn this into a business that can last 
like Ashley could even attest to this, that you can make money from this four, five, six years from being on television. It's not something that you get on TV and then you make money for three to six months and you're out. So back to your question about scouting in the beginning, I did now it's something where um, it's like a case by case basis. Um, I don't really go after too many people. Um, it's something where things just naturally happen and progress. And, you know, if there's a good fit or if I vibe with someone, it's like dating. basically. Yeah. It's like, you gotta date before you get married. If you guys just don't get along, it doesn't right. work. So, Hey Paul. So what do you think is key for keeping that longevity of somebody's presence on the gram? after their season aired. Totally. So it's interesting because now a lot of the new, just not just bachelor or reality, it's just in general, right? It's Instagram. It's, it's very crowded. And what people don't understand is that there's a lot more competition for your attention. So if you're on Instagram, you might only see 60 seconds of an of Instagram stories. It's probably more than that, but it's just so crowded. So well, also, Paul, they're, that, they're a yeah. terrible platform, and I don't care to say that because I'm a nobody, but mm-hmm. they, you build your own following, Ashley, and then they expect you to pay to promote your own content, which is why everyone's now veering towards like a TikTok or other apps like Clubhouse because it's like you can gain a following and actually reach your following. Exactly. Um, you're 100% right, and that's why other platforms have really just taken off. Um, but honestly, like what helps you just maintain your status? It's, this is a job. It's not like you come off TV and it's given to you. If you treat it like a hobby or you just don't care about it, the people that follow you are going to recognize and realize that and fall off real quickly. I mean, you guys are hustlers. You do, you, you said it yourself the second I jumped on here. We do this every single week for four years. You don't think that you developed a podcast network of followers that follow you on social media too. You have a Facebook group that has 20, 30,000 people that act, that's super active by the way. Um, and that translates to keeping engaged on not just Facebook, but podcasts, but also on other social media platforms. So you kind of have to treat it like a job and work. And that's why I tell everybody, if you want to make this into a career, you got to work at it. You can't just, you know, be given something and then just let it just basically go to trash for the most part. So is that as uh, frustrating for you as it is to us when people say, when are you going to get a real job? Oh my God. It's, it's extremely frustrating actually, because um, people think, Oh, you go on TV and you're given this platform and you guys are going to make so much money and et cetera. To be honest with you, um, let's say someone does film to go on a reality TV show. They might, you know, they have to give up months of their, you know, of their life to go film to make no money, right? And then after that, how do you really make money? Like if you're on TV and you're scrutinized, how do you actually go into like real world again? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're on Jersey Shore. How do you get a job? Mm-hmm. It's weird, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So this is, your, weird this is your form of income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so I know there's um, like a, a lot of like 10 year old, 12 year olds that are like, I want to be an influencer when I grow up. Yeah. What is your advice mm-hmm. to them? <laughs> oh, that makes me sick. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, it, uh, my advice to them, it, it's weird because like the TikTok thing is massive, mm-hmm. right? And there is a network for it and there's, you're able to make money from it, right? So um, my advice from what I have seen um, is to be consistent because that's, you know, this is more of a, 
it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So it's more about developing yourself as a, you know, building a career with it. And let's say you are like a famous TikToker. Um, TikTok used to be Musical.ly. And if you look back at some of the top Musical.ly stars, Jojo Siwa, um, for Mm -hmm. example, she was number one in Musical.ly, which is now TikTok. Mm -hmm. She's a massive career, but she's been doing this for her and her family for four or five years. She just Mm -hmm. came out too, which is amazing. Yeah. Love her. Yeah. Love did her. you did, do you find there to be a difference between people who come on The Bachelor now versus came on The Bachelor during more of my era? Like as far as the expectation Ooh, for the following goes? That's a really good question. And like how they deal with the business. <clears throat> is it different? Yeah. How are they doing oh, now? Yeah. Are they getting less followers or more followers? Uh, yeah, because I feel like Instagram's not as great as it used <clears throat> to be as far as engagement goes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's actually a really good question. So reality TV now, and not just Bachelor, this is reality TV in general, from what at least I have seen. um, It's very, it's a much younger following and fan base. So what's important here is to have that um, little bit of an older demographic that's 26 to let's say 35, just so when you're promoting anything or anything that you do, you're promoting it to a fan base that can afford can to buy stuff. Respond. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, and you can 1, like talk about sex and all that stuff with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like what we're seeing is that a lot of these new people on television um, have a much younger following and fan base that 18 to 21 or 18 to 23. And when these brands that may work with like a Jade or an Ashley or a Jojo Fletcher, they're used to seeing a certain type of performance, you know, because if Ashley, let's say, posts an ad and it's, you know, towards a, a, a generally speaking, a 30-year-old women audience and they expect the same performance from someone new and it's being advertised at 18 or 21-year-olds, it, it doesn't even compare. It's pretty, um, you see a big difference in performance and sales-wise. So to answer your question, they don't have the same opportunities as someone, some of the older alumni do. Um, can I just go off on a tangent for a second? Yes. Absolutely. I think, I think it is very frustrating, and I don't know if this is the case with you, Ashley, but it's the case with me, and I think other people I've heard that have a little bit of a following, is when you post an ad, you get less engagement. People don't like like ads. They typically don't engage with an ad post. You know, obviously... You have to be really creative and make it organic and blah, blah, blah. But in general, people don't. So the little rant I want to go on right now is that if you follow someone that is posting an ad and you like them, support them. Maybe like the, maybe like the ad, maybe comment. That is actually the one picture you should take time to comment on because you are helping that person make a livelihood. <laughs> and obviously, like the brand wants to see that you are acknowledging seeing it. So it's like, it's, I don't, do you get what I'm saying? I like, totally get if what you're, you're going to like a picture of me and like, the, you know, the shoes that I buy, you can easily like a picture of me holding this energy drink. It would just be really nice if you did that if you're choosing to follow me. Yeah, because Whoever it's like, you I'm are. not putting all this effort into this and like living, you know, documenting every move of my life because I want to. <laughs> I mean, in, in a well, sense. Well, it's just a new commercial, you know? It's like people are going to believe what you say about a piece of meat than they are a fake actress kissing her fake husband on, on TV about, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A beautifully lit piece of meat. 
I think. I'm the first one to like a very unthought out, uncreative post of Tanner Tolbert, you know? <laughs> same, same. Like I go out of my, I, I need to be better, but I've like tried to go out of my way to really like engage with that post. So something I've seen, it's actually been pretty, um, it's the opposite um, of what you're suggesting, oh. right? It's something where you, you would want people to be encouraging but if you go on Reddit threads, it's actually like there's groups to just take down people oh, on purpose. It's a really, it's a really miserable. There's a lot of people that are very angry. Reddit and terrifies I see it all the time, me. I, I yeah. do think so that you go on and check Reddit a lot to see what people are saying. I'm never on Reddit, but that oh. GameStop thing was fascinating. <laughs> really fascinating. Yeah. So that is something that um, I, it just it irks me too because let's say someone does post something even for a brand. I mean, I've seen Reddit threads where they'll say, Hey, DM this brand. So they'll never work with that client or person oh, ever no. again. Yes. And then that brand will get like a hundred comments. And then, you know, it's been to the point where people know that where it's coming from now, like brands yeah. kind of expect it. It's part of like, I guess, 2020, like people may not think that this is a real job and people just try to take people, you know, this down. And, um, they're jealous. Honestly, Exactly. And what, you know, just to come back to what you were saying, Ashley, before about, I don't get why people don't think this is a job. It really is. It's something where, you know, to make an earnest living of, let's say, 50 to $100,000 a year. If you were to work full-time Johnson & Johnson or a corporation, there's so much work that goes into this. It's, it's not a nine-to-five, 40-hour-a-week job. It can be an 80-hour-a-week job. And just because you're not in an office all day and you're self-employed, doesn't mean that you're wrong and they're right or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's just very different. And some people don't understand that change in earnings, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always like to say like, oh, to the people who say that to me, come and live my life for a week and we'll see if you think mm-hmm. it's a job or not at the end of that week. It's such a job. Oh um, my God. It's so time consuming. Anyway, I watch you just <laughs> consume no, so much You time. and I live a very similar uh, life, work lifestyle. Yeah. I, um, I haven't bought into like, I only really like working with brands I genuinely am obsessed with. I I can genuinely say every brand. I think there's just one or two that I'm like, oh, I haven't. There's, I don't care either way. For me, there's one or two. But every single one I am genuinely obsessed with. Like yeah. I work with Murad, Revolve, like Lay's Chips now. Like I just, Siete Foods. Like I yeah. love it. Paul, can you just... My dream is to do an Eminem McFlurry commercial. Can you just like make that happen for me? I feel like the McFlurry doesn't get a lot of marketing. It doesn't because it doesn't need the marketing. Because they- <laughs> But there should be a McFlurry commercial in, in the same way. You know how when I... Because I don't have cable. When I come to Ashley's, I always see these pizza commercials and I'm like, they work. They work. They work. They work. I want this pizza right now. I want that grease on they the pepperoni. We need, a, we need a McFlurry commercial. And I think I could really <laughs> sell it. Food is the easiest thing. <laughs> You know, the closest thing to that was, I don't know if you remember, Ashley, when we had that uh, Postmates hookup. Yeah, that was, that was my yeah, that was really cool. the good old oh, days. Damn, those were wow. really cool. <laughs> Lauren would, would ride Ashley's coattails so hard and use Ashley's Postmates. <laughs> she let me. Yeah. yeah, no, she let you. It was yeah. so funny. Uh, okay, I want to ask for like the sake of entertainment for our audience, has there ever been a, a time where I actually drove you nuts that I didn't know I was driving you nuts? Or is that like a weekly basis thing? Um, to be honest with you, you don't, you, no, you're, you're, you're great, Ashley. We love you. Um, but 
there's so many other people that do drive us nuts all the time. Again, you're very, you know, not to shoot your own horn, but you're very focused and business very oriented. Business oriented. So, and that's kind of how you have to treat this. You treat this as a business. This is your income. You do multiple podcasts a week. You're very scheduled. You, you know, you have your own system and it works for you. You actually, you know, work probably 60 to 70 hours a week. Plus you travel like crazy. Like if you have to, even, you know, pre-COVID you were all over the place yeah. and you were okay you're okay with that. Um, so honestly, it just comes down to, um, the people that, you know, most of the, I I guess this kind of goes into like a diva moment. Um, most of the, the quote unquote diva moments we've actually had have been with our men clients, not so much the females, which is kind of interesting. Cause men probably don't, they, they, there's probably some shame and guilt attached. Remember like, even when you started really dating Jared, remember Jared wasn't super into, posting and that's because men don't get ads very easily no i think it's because they have shame and guilt and they just don't i don't know they feel like it's a little i kind of feel like that i mean i have more masculine energy i'm like oh i don't want to promote this like it's i think guys have like a sort of ego around it is that why why do you feel like they're more diva like i i think that's insecurity actually i'm a guy myself right like we're honestly not as mature as most women at our age i'll just be honest with you we're not and especially if you get thrown into like fame or television and press it really messes with you and you know it's it's not just endorsements like you hit the hail you know the head on the nail uh now so you really did with that but at the same time it could be something as simple as when we were doing personal appearances if someone right if you're doing a two-hour plane ride somewhere and they don't offer first class it's two hour flight they just don't do it mm-hmm. what would you rather do take a, a four hour connecting flight so you have first class Stupid. or take a two hour flight you know oh here's the spear airline just because it's cheap and it just gets you there fast and we would do things like this and if it was this you know it i guess i've had meltdowns before over oh my god i didn't get first class who do you like wow. you don't even want to know the things wow. that were said to me and yeah, it's, just, it's disgusting because it's like we're doing – we're helping make you money. Right. I'm trying to make your life easy and you're just complaining because you don't have a first-class ticket because this option might be much more convenient. Uh, and a lot of those moments have actually happened with um, males versus most of the women that we work with. I would say in the class in – the, in, the, in, in the example of first class, I think they probably just want to ride first class so that like there's a status symbol attached to them rather than like an actual comfortability thing. Yeah, or maybe they want room because they're tall. Exactly. I don't know, but then you're not being practical. Right. Right? It's like you it's can like, suck it up for two hours. Yeah. Um, I have one final question personally. Um, I think it's no secret that like when people have kids or get a dog, that can help their engagement. Can you do you have any stories of people that have just gotten pregnant or had or gotten a dog? In order to increase engagement and make money. Um, You know, the whole pregnancy thing is, is that's a very touchy subject. Um, I always tell everybody to, you know, that is, there's a category for any part of your life, right? Like if you're single, if you're engaged, if you're married, if you are, you know, you do conceive post baby, but it's just another stage and an opportunity, but doesn't mean that, there is an opportunity if you like are single, right, um, and don't have any children. So, to answer your question, um, I try not to even touch that subject. I'm like, listen, if it happens, it happens. This is, you know, this is your life. 
And I don't, you know, I can only move pieces based on what you guys yeah. decided. Oh, wait, my question wasn't, are you promoting that? My question is like, have you been in contact or have you had experience with any clients who are like, maybe yes. I should just get a dog so that I can make more money, which would honestly make me so sad, but I kind of feel like kind of happens sometimes. I don't know. So, so people have had that conversation and I just back out of it right mm-hmm. away. I'm like, listen, this, this needs to be you. Right. Like you, the opportunity will follow you regardless of what happens, but it's something where that's a very, like, you know, that's such a deep conversation that, um, that's not my decision to make or even encourage. So I just, you know, I tell them that whatever you decide to do, you know, it'll still be great, but it has been brought up many times. Wow. of people that have been like, Hey, I'm excited because we are trying for kids. Right. And that could be an opportunity, but I haven't really had anyone tell me that they are having a child just okay. to make money. Well, that was my question. I don't so think that people do that. that. Yeah. Ashley, there was a YouTuber that rehomed her adopted child. I know. It was really So you bad. can't tell. It's not. It's. I didn't ask that question to be fishy or sneaky or dirty. I'm asking from a genuine place of someone that doesn't work with influencers. Like if those are conversations no, that people I mean, have like, behind It's a very doors. interesting question. Because I'm, it makes I'm me sad. I'm just judging the people that would do that. Well, yeah, me too. It makes okay. me really sad don't get a dog or, or think of doing something that's for money uh okay we have to hand over the podcast equipment to jared for his podcast <laughs> <laughs> but i want to i want to finalize this one with your story about juan pablo and nikki because you were there firsthand to witness their breakup <laughs> oh my god this Whoa, is so fun really it's okay so it's it, was, okay. It, was inter- it was interesting because like um Again, this whole bachelor thing kind of just fell into my lap, right? So some of the first clients that I did work with um, from bachelor were Juan and Nikki. And I still actually work with Nikki. I love Nikki. She's awesome. But um, we had an opportunity in 2014. Uh, Kate, my wife, who we've been married for for three years, um, I had we had the opportunity to all go together to Bali, Indonesia, right? Free trip. You know, we're all going to go. Great. It's going to be awesome. Um, but, you know... We were, I think, 26 at the time. And, you know, the women that are listening to this podcast can relate to this. Me and Kate were dating for about six, seven years at that six point. And, you know, Aww. you start you start to get that little itch. You're like, where's this engagement ring? You know, like, what's going on with our future? <laughs> and it was a perfect opportunity, you know, to, to actually propose to Kate. Aww. So when we all went to Indonesia together, um, I, you know, it was a, like the fourth or fifth day we were there. Um, you know, one of the sunrises actually proposed to Kate. Beautiful ring, pictures, so excited. But that day, you know, with Juan and Nikki there, it it's not, it, it kind of created friction, to be honest with you. Since, because, you know, Nikki was great. She's like, oh my God, congratulations, whatnot. But it, you could tell that it brought some bad recent memories of what might have happened a couple months before that. Oh, like him and not for the rest proposing. of the trip. Oh shit. And there was a lot of friction. Uh the rest of the trip, you know, there was talks and whatnot. Um and we were just like trying to stay out of it, but it just created a lot of friction. And you know, when we got back from the trip, it you know, um I think they ended the relationship a couple weeks afterwards, oh. uh when we got back. Oh. But it's just very relevant now because, you know, Claire was the bachelorette and Juan yeah. right. and right. not but wow. but yeah, that was. So uh, you're the reason they broke up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who knows? You maybe well, you're it up a little bit. <laughs> but but they're both happy and they're 
new relationships. Yeah, actually, I think Juan Pablo is single again. He got divorced. Okay. Shocking! Aw. Wow. Damn. I didn't even know that. But yeah, to answer your he, question, I guess he, Juan's single and Nikki's still married, so all is good in the world. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he married Miss Venezuela for a while. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, yeah we all know how mm. pretty Miss Venezuela is always are. <laughs> always are. <laughs> Paul, you were such a wealth of knowledge. We love you. We're so indebted to you for, for making for I Don't Get It podcast possible and everything you do for us. And thanks for sharing all that with us. Thank you so much. Love you. Where can people find you, Paul? Yeah. You know, um, Don't my website's going to be, yeah, so my website's going to be launching in about two, three weeks from now. I have a whole new website. Uh, it's just pauldesisto.com. Um, and then all my contact information, agency, everything will be on there. Um, so D-E-S-I-S-T-O. Yep. Pauldesisto.com. Um, and also my personal email is paul at pauldesisto.com. Um, but again, that's launching in the next couple of weeks. I'm actually pulling a whole little influencer thing and doing a photo shoot for myself, Yay. which is kind of, you know, weird to think about. Um, but I'm really excited to launch it. And it's just going to have things like about me and what I do. And uh, that's going to be the best way to touch with me personally. Okay. Well, you should probably plug your beautiful wife, Kate's uh, new, well, project or job of life. <laughs> Why am I so awkward in, uh, in articulating everything? <laughs> I was trying to make it sound fancy, but she's like really into interior design and she just got a real estate license. So her Instagram is full yeah. of their flips. Oh, that's sick. Ooh, that's yes. so fun. Everyone loves a flip. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's so her IG? Kate's Instagram handle. So her handle is um K Lasova is her handle. You don't know so by her Paul? How do you spell K? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, no. So it's Kate Lasova is her handle. K-A-T-E. L-I-S-S-O-V-A. So it's at Kate, K-A-T-E-L-I-S-S-O-V-A. So she's, um, you're going to be seeing her, um, you know, she, like Ashley mentioned, we have rental properties. She does interior design, flipping. Um, we, we've been super active and she just got a real estate license. And um, right now she's going to be focusing on the Jersey Shore, the beautiful Jersey Shore. Cool. And um, she's going to be taking that by storm, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so cool. Well, congrats yeah, cool. on all those accomplishments. Very exciting. All Can't right. wait to see those headshots. Awesome. Bye, Paul. We love you. <laughs> I know. See ya. Love you guys more. See you guys Bye. Thank you. All right. See you later. Did you know that everyone has an aura? Do you know what color your aura is? Maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green. You could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple. Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors. I don't get it. Podcast.